Good evening and welcome to the Peculiar Podcast. It's Sunday, July 31st, 2022. And we just want to welcome you in. We want to thank you for listening and taking part and just sharing and all that you do to help this podcast go forth and share the Word of God. This evening we're going to talk about baptism baptism and we had three baptisms at our church today um there were several others throughout the county where i live in um god's doing a marvelous thing through baptism and he tells us to come to him come to jesus christ so we can be baptized to show what he's done for us and to show that we're his um we got several scriptures that we'll read. I think we have about five of them, maybe six. Then we have some definitions to go over, and then we'll get right into the meat of this podcast. As always, we start with prayer, and then we go from there to the scriptures. So let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this time. We thank you for this podcast. We thank you for the baptism that was set out for believers in Jesus Christ to do because you said to do it. Lord, we hope that people say, what must I have, what must I do to be saved and be baptized and go forth in the name of Jesus Christ? Lord, baptism is something that Jesus did. So as Christians, we should want to follow what Jesus Christ did. So Lord, put it on our hearts and our minds and our souls, Lord, that we accept him, believe in him and be baptized. Lord, we ask that you bless all those that are hurting right now, those that are going through tough situations, thoughts of suicide, thoughts of just messed up things that this world has, Lord. We ask that you go forth and touch those people, Lord. We ask that you touch the businesses, the homes of people, the nursing homes, the jails, the prisons, school systems as they start back up, Lord, and just be everywhere like you always are. Lord, we thank you for all you do. We bless your holy name and we bless the name of Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen. Again, I said we're going to start this podcast off with um, some scripture, and we're going to have scripture reading from Matthew chapter 3, verses 13 through 17, Mark chapter 16, verse 16, John chapter 3, verses 5 through 7, Acts chapter 2, verses 38 through 41, and 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 21. And those will come from several different versions. Matthew chapter 3, verse, verses 13 through 17, we're going to read from the New Living Translation. So let us read that. It says, verse 13, Then Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptized by John. But John tried to talk him out of it. I am the one who needs to be baptized by you, he said. So why are you coming to me? Verse 15, but Jesus said it should be done for we must carry out all that God requires. So John agreed to baptize him. Verse 16, after his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were open and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and setting on him. 
verse 17, And a voice from heaven said, This is my dearly loved Son, who brings me great joy. And that was Matthew chapter 3, verses 13 through 17 in the New Living Translation. Next is Mark chapter 16, verse 16 in the English Standard Version. That's the ESV. Verse 16. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And that was Mark chapter 16, verse 16 of the English Standard Version. Next is John chapter 3, verses 5 through 7, and that's in the King James Version. Verse 5 says, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Verse 6, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Verse 7, Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. And that was John chapter 3 verses 5 through 7 in the King James Version. Next is Acts chapter 2 verses 38 through 41 and that's also in the King James Version. Verse 38, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. 39. For the promise is unto you, and to your children, and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Verse 40. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Verse 41. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about three thousand souls. Again, that was Acts chapter 2, verses 38 through 41, King James Version. And last but not least, we'll read 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 21, and that's from the New Living Translation, the NLT Version. And it says, verse 21, And that water is a picture of baptism which now saves you, not by removing dirt from your body, but as a response to God from a clean conscience. It is effective because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And that was First Peter chapter 3, verse 21, New Living Translation. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. And now we'll move forward. We have definitions to go through, and it's about baptism. It's from those actual scriptures. So the first word is the word require, and it means to regard an action, ability, or quality as due from someone by virtue of their position, and that was the word require. Next is the word baptism, and in the Christian church, the immersion in water to publicly show faith in Jesus Christ, and that is baptism. Next is the word descend, and that's to move or fall downward, and that was the word descend. Next is the word believe, and it means to accept something as true, to feel sure of the truth of, and that was the word believe. Next is the word save, and that's the act of preserving or the state of being preserved from harm.
and that was the word save. Next is the word condemn, and that means to express complete dis disapproval of, to sentence someone to a punishment, and that's the word condemn. Next is the word flesh, and that's the human body. It's the physical part of our body. Again, that was the word flesh. Next is the word spirit. That's the non-physical part of a person. It's the soul, and that was the word spirit. Next is the word repent, and that means to leave what God prohibits and to return to what he commands, and that's the word prohibit. Next is the word remission, and it's the cancellation of a debt, a charge, or a penalty, and it's the forgiveness of sins, and that's the word remission. Next is the word untoward, and it says unexpected and inappropriate, also inconvenient, and that's the word untoward. And finally is the word conscience, conscience. And it's an inner feeling to wrong and right in a person's behavior. And that's the word conscience. So those are the words for the, the definitions for this actual podcast of baptism. Now we're going to get right into the meat of the word. We're going to talk about baptism, what it is, how it came about, what what's going on with it. Um, at our church today, like I said, we had three baptisms and they were young children. One was my son and the others were my niece and nephew. So glory be to God for their souls and their names being wrote in the Lamb's Book of Life. Um, baptism is something that's very serious. It's um, a measure to connect us with God and show it to the world. Um, and it's a definite plus in the life of the believer baptism is something we are called to do it's an action and once we communicate that um we ha and that we have that and we have faith and a belief in jesus christ so that's where that comes from baptism is something that even jesus had to do and he did while he walked upon this earth he was baptized by none other than john the baptist um and at the time, John the Baptist didn't even feel that he was fit to baptize Jesus. He thought it should be the other way around. But Jesus said it was a must. It was something that had to happen to complete God's plan. So John baptized him in the Jordan River. So that's where Jesus was baptized. John the Baptist did it. So that gives you some background right there on where baptisms came about. Um, and followers of Christ should be baptized. Baptism represents forgiveness. It represents a cleansing from our sins through faith in Jesus Christ. And it completes the confession of our belief and our faith in the Messiah himself. Uh, Jesus is the Messiah. He is the one that came. He is the one that can do all things. So he was baptized, so we need to be baptized. Jesus was baptized so that he could identify with the sinners of the world, people just like us. And he did it to prove himself. He also did it to state a claim to God's claim 
as his son being the promised Messiah that would come, that was talked about in the book of Isaiah, and then going forth. Um, Jesus was him. He is him. Uh, Jesus going to the Jordan was also symbolic of his death and resurrection, which his death was the laying down his life for all of humanity um, and his resurrection from the grave because he got up without him getting up. There would be no need for us to do that because we'd be all damned to hell and condemned there. Um, as I stated, though, baptism had to happen to give Christ's believers a pattern to follow. Uh, and what I mean by that is that he did this being baptized to set an example for those of us who would become Christians, also known as followers of Christ, of Jesus Christ, the King and the Messiah. So he put himself out there and did this to one, complete what God said, and then so we'd have a act to follow, per se. Now, personally, I gave my life to Jesus Christ at the age of 12, and I feel that I was ready. I had been talked to, I had been shared with, and I made the choice right then. I was baptized upon the profession of my faith in Jesus Christ. I knew that it was not about me at all. It was about him and what he did and the love that he had for me and for many others. Being baptized was my outward confession of my faith and showing that I now follow Jesus. Now, the scriptures tell us that we must be born again, and that is by water baptism. And it says that in John. I am super grateful and thankful that um, at the time that I did, that I chose Jesus to lead my life and that I was baptized into the family of God. My name was wrote in the Lamb's Book of Life. With being baptized, that, that was the great thing. My name was wrote in the Lamb's Book of Life. That's a plus because in the end, I know I'll be with him. And I want that for you too. But you have to want it for yourself. Um, the cool and great thing about that is if you believe upon Jesus and you've been baptized, your name is in that book. If you haven't, you still have time to do this and you still have time to get it together. And that's another great thing. So don't wait and let time pass you by as days are flying by don't miss out that's the key do not miss out god is awaiting more to believe to be baptized to believe in his son and to join his forever family for eternity so get your name wrote in the lamb's book of life water baptism doesn't change you physically but it does symbolize and show and spiritually touch you and cleanse you from what you had been before now it also shows what team you're on now you're on team jesus hallelujah so that's the best team to be on it's the best team that you can ever be on whether you play basketball football you cheerlead you play volleyball any of that this team is outstanding so we're thankful 
Now let's go to the actual scripture that I read and see what God has in it for us. In Matthew chapter 3 verses 13 through 17, Jesus is the focal point and he's preparing to be baptized by John, John the Baptist. Um, John, like I said before, felt that Jesus should baptize him because Jesus is the Holy One. But Jesus tells him that they have to go and fulfill God's requirements. God required them to do this and for John to baptize Jesus to show that he's the coming Messiah, that he was there and that he was ready. John couldn't say no and he went ahead and baptized Jesus as the word was supposed to go. Um, God's Spirit then, after it was over, showed up and showed out and God spoke that he was pleased with his son and that they had completed what he wanted them to do so that whole scripture has a lot of meat to it and it lets us know that John took care of Jesus Jesus was taken care of by God and later in the scriptures when Jesus goes through things he dies and he resurrects this is just a foreshadowing of things to come then we move to Mark chapter 16 verse 16 and Jesus says that those who believe and are baptized will be saved so that tells you right there in that if you believe in him and you're baptized he'll save you and you will be saved so it just takes belief and, and being baptized and then welcome to the family of God and it, you have to be born of the water baptism so that's immersing yourself or somebody putting you down in the water and bringing you back up that's what John did, did to Jesus those who do not believe in this or do not believe in Jesus will be condemned or punished and that's what the word says that's not me saying it this means that Jesus is going to bring that punishment in the end. And that's the second death. And that's where everything's thrown into the lake of fire and brimstone. So we don't want that. We want to keep people away from that. And we want to move forward with love and be in the family of God. Amen. In John chapter 3 verses 5 through 7, Jesus again is speaking. And at this point, he's speaking to the Pharisee Nicodemus. And my pastor talked about this today in church. And it struck me as odd because that's exactly what I was going to talk about. So hallelujah. Thank you for the spirit. He tells the Pharisee, which is Nicodemus, in order to enter God's kingdom, a person has to be born again of water baptism and have the Holy Spirit. So Nicodemus was one of those Pharisees, but at night he would sneak out and see Jesus and have Jesus teach him and minister to him. So on the real, he was kind of fake and he was a coward. Like my pastor said today, he was a coward. So and during the day he was out there saying one thing, but at night he was tiptoeing and moving through to, to get to Jesus because he really believed. So Jesus was talking to him. And then he lets him know by designation that flesh is flesh. Spirit is spirit. They're two separate things. They can't really be the same. So our flesh makes us choose to do wrong. That's when we're in the flesh. The spirit, and if it's the Holy Spirit, will make you do right. So we have to understand that. Now, in the end, he allows Nicodemus to know that it's a definite must 
that he has to be born again. And that's in verse 7. He says, you, you must be born again. So we have to do that also. Jesus is definitely straight up with him. He lets him know, and he brings it straight to him. Straight, the word straight up. So Nicodemus knew at that time what it is because Jesus gave him the right thing. Then over in Acts chapter 2, Peter is talking and he tells everyone to repent and be baptized. And this is in First uh, Peter, in Peter, in Acts chapter 2, uh, verses 38 through 41. And he tells everyone to repent and be baptized, like I said. And he tells them to do this in the name of Jesus. Why? Because it's for the remission of our sins. That's the cancellation, the knocking out, what Jesus went to the cross for. By this, they will also gain the Holy Spirit. So when they did this, the Holy Spirit came upon them. Peter lets the people know that God has promised things to them. And when God promises it, you can sure bet it's going to go down. It's going to happen. Peter tells them to save themselves from the generation that they're in, which is very inappropriate. It's out of control and somewhat like what we're living in today. So that Bible wasn't just for that time. It's for here and now also. So we need to take heed. After this talk that he had with these people, 3,000 people were baptized. Hallelujah. Amen. So that just lets you know baptism is the real deal. It's something that God laid out there for us to be connected to him and Jesus Christ, his son, and the Holy Spirit. Finally, in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 21, Peter shares that the water is a view of being baptized. He says that it saves you, but it doesn't take the dirt from your body. So it's a, it's a cleansing mechanism as... A response to God but it doesn't cleanse your body on the outside it's a cleansing for the inside your soul so basically soul wise it clears you up physically it's not a it's not a washing it's not a cleansing of the dirt that's left upon you now it can it can take care of the dirt from your soul lastly he says the reason it is effective and why it works is because Jesus got up from the grave. Now, if you remember before, I was talking about how that Jesus being baptized set him up to, it was like a foreshadowing and it set him up for what he would do later when he died and he resurrected. So that's us going down into the water with our old nasty sin and coming back up refreshed by Jesus Christ. And with all that, we want to say hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for your blood that you shed on Calvary's cross, that you're going to the grave and you're raising up, helped us and covered our sins. So baptism is key. It's something that you want to do after you have proclaimed the name of Jesus. Don't let it go past without doing it because he cares for you just like he cared for me, like he cared for the next people. To see my seven-year-old son be baptized today, and he knows what it's about. He's been taught. All of my kids have been taught. And my brother taught his kids. And my other brother is teaching his kids. They're younger. But to see the three of them to get together today gave nothing but just great joy. And then my pastor had me speak to them and to my family. 
And, and it's just an amazing thing because it wasn't even me speaking. It was God speaking through me, through the Holy Spirit. And I'm thankful. I'm grateful. So when in doubt, get baptized. When in doubt, find Jesus, accept him and believe upon his name. And, and you can't go wrong with him. You definitely can't. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this time, for being able to share about baptism in this podcast, Lord. Lord, let someone say, what must I do to be saved? And we now know that it is to confess Jesus, accept Jesus, confess him, believe him in our hearts, and be baptized. Lord, if somebody thinks they don't need to be baptized, let them know. The thief on the cross wasn't baptized because he believed at that very moment when he was about to die. So in those circumstances, we know that you can still be saved. But if you're living, if you're moving around and you're able to, and you believe upon Jesus, it's best to be baptized because that's what Jesus did. Lord, just thank you for that clarification. Thank you for all that you do. Lord, just bless those that are in need. Enlarge their territory, Lord. Let them depend on you as the source of their needs and just give them what they need. Not necessarily what they want, but what they need. Lord, we thank you for showing up. We bless you. We love you. And we'll continue to give you all honor, glory, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to thank you for listening to the Peculiar Podcast. We hope that this sheds some light on what baptism is, why we do it, and who needs to do it. And we hope that it can be carried on and taken to somebody else and shared with them. And it makes somebody's day brighter with the Lord Jesus Christ. Until next time, God loves you, and so do I. And like we always say, there's nothing you can do about it. Have a great week. Have a great start to the next month, which starts on Monday, August 1st. And if you're going back to school, give your best efforts. Be a teacher, be a student, or wherever you're at, at your job. Give your best and give your all for Christ, because what we do for him will last. Until next time, God bless you and God keep you. You're blessed to serve.